Welcome to Run to Thrive, a show for runners who are ready to live, lead, and run with more energy, engagement, and enjoyment in their everyday life. Each episode, you'll gain insight, inspiration, and motivation, and hear from leaders, influencers, and everyday heroes who run to fuel their success in life and work so that you can learn how to thrive on the run and beyond. I'm Matt Mills, a professional life, leadership, and running coach. And I'm so excited that you're here so that you can discover how running can help you step into your greatest potential and develop a stronger body, mind, and spirit. Ready to go? Let's get moving. When you commit to a particular goal, whether it's completing a specific race or distance or another personal or professional goal that you may have. Maybe it's starting a business, for example. There's always that excitement in getting started. You create this big, awesome vision for what you want to achieve that's hopefully really exciting for you. Then you're ready to take on this challenge. You grow the right mindset for it. You've planned your strategy on how to get there. You're ready to get started, to train for that race, to put in the effort to make that vision become a reality. And you want to do everything you can to make it happen. But starting is the easy part. And as you get off and running to train or in those first few miles of the race, there's that initial rush of excitement that keeps you committed. But when things start to get challenging, as they inevitably do when you're starting to get out of your comfort zone, when things are starting to become a little uncomfortable for you, how do you respond? Do you give up and wait to try again another day? Do you rush back to your comfort zone? Do you push ahead? Think back to when you had a goal and maybe you gave up on it too early. What was it that happened in that process? This could be a big or a small goal that maybe that you've had. This could have even have been on a run one day. I know I've had days where I've intended to go out for a nice long run only to give in to excuses to cut it short. We all have those days. But when it comes to the really big goals, beyond just one run, ideally you want to see it through to the end. You want to sustain that beginning excitement, enjoy the journey, grow from the challenges that come along the way, and do what it takes to make that goal a reality. Not only that, but really succeed in that goal, not just do the bare minimum. But when willpower isn't enough, how do you make that happen? How do you stay committed to that journey so when there is the inevitable wall, you can bust through it, cross the finish line, and look back and know it was all worth it? How do you train at your best so you can stay strong, committed, and powerful from the start to the finish? And that's what you're going to learn more about today. And I'm really going to dive into this and share why people give up too early and the reason why they struggle when it comes to proper training and execution in pursuit of their goals. Because there are pretty common reasons why people fail and quit on their own journeys before they get to the finish. So if you're ready to know how to have more of that grit and that resilience required to reach that ideal finish line, you'll learn a lot from what I'm going to cover. If you've run any race, particularly a marathon, you've experienced that moment when you quote unquote hit the wall. Maybe it's miles 18 to 20 is usually around that happens. Sometimes it's earlier. And you just don't think that you can take one more step. And while there may be valid reasons to quit or to drop out, maybe you're injured, or it's really just not healthy for you to keep going, what if you could run your race where you wouldn't hit that wall? And it is possible. The wall is not inevitable. 
All it takes to get across the finish line is the right execution in the moment. So whether it's your training or your race plan or another goal that you're executing on, maybe it is starting a business or making a shift in your career or something else that you want to shift in your life. The vision, the mindset, and the strategy can get you off to a great start, but it's what you do along the way in the training, so to speak, that can really make you successful. So what are the common reasons why people don't make it through that wall or they drop out early? Or maybe they don't give it their all and really don't end up where they truly want, crossing that ideal finish line. There are a number of frequent mistakes that people make in their training or in their race, and there are a lot that you can learn from. So let's dive into some of these mistakes and learn why they may cause challenges for you and some solutions on how to overcome them. One of the first is that there is no consistency in their training. This is when things don't work once or they don't like it after one try. It's sort of that spaghetti approach. You might not see results quick enough, and so you're making huge adjustments. And there's not a lot of that consistency that's really required to help build upon some of the successes and some of that growth that's already happening. So one of the solutions when you're feeling that things just aren't consistent is that you want to really stick with it. And one of the ideas that can really help with this is what's called the IIP approach, and that's introduce, improve, and perfect. So if you want to have that consistency in the moment, commit to doing it three times, whether it's a particular workout, maybe it's your long runs in your training, or maybe it's something else that you're doing in a non-running area where you're trying to achieve a goal. If there's something that feels a little bit uncomfortable, know that that's a sign of growth and you want to have that consistency to keep doing it. It's sort of like going into a gym and lifting weights. The first time you do it, you're going to feel a little bit sore, but the more that you have those reps, the easier it's going to be. The next mistake is that people will quit when there's the first sign of struggle or challenge. And this is where mindset really plays a big role. So going back to going into the gym, doing those reps, you're going to be sore for the first time when you have that first long run it's going to be exhausting. And the solution to this is really knowing that challenge is going to be part of the process to know that it's going to be worth it to go through that pain and growth and discomfort is to reconnect with your vision. So in those moments, when you're starting to experience that challenge on the pursuit of whatever it is that your goal is, whatever that finish line is, keep that vision front and center for you. Keep it in mind. If you have it written down, read it back to yourself. If you have it recorded, listen back to it. That's why it's important to not just have that vision in your mind, but really put it down so you can have that front and center for you. Another mistake is that you don't have the right support. A strong team is so essential in accomplishing your goals, even for runners. Obviously, you're the one that's taking the steps and you could do it alone but it will make it that much more meaningful and effective and fast to have your team around you. Your team is what's going to give you that moral support, that encouragement. They're going to be there along the way. If you're running a race, you're going to need people handing out that water. All those people, you might not even know who they are. Sometimes people find that support even just from the people that they're running the race with. Your training can be even stronger when you rely on that support, when you enlist the people around you who can help get you through to the finish. Another big mistake that 
causes people to quit on their goals too early is not having the proper boundaries in place to help support them. And this really comes from a lack of focus on the right priorities that are going to help get to the finish line. This is where excuses come into play. And one example of this that I often see is finding the appropriate time to dedicate to their training. And of course, things are going to come along the way. You're going to be busy. You're going to need to take care of your family and yourself. And you might find that there needs to be a little extra thought and efforts to be able to find the right time to dedicate to your training. But if you're always focused on the urgent, then you're always going to feel like you're putting out fires instead of really devoting your time to the things that matter most. So it's really important that when you have that goal in place, you put that strategy together is the next step is you do want to make sure that you have those boundaries and the proper commitments to the things that are going to move you forward towards that bigger goal. And what helps is to share those with others. That'll help you stay accountable. Share it with your family members. Share it with your training partners. Let them know what you're going to commit to on a regular basis so that they can help you stay accountable and help support you along the way. The next mistake that I see a lot of people making that make their training less effective and don't allow them to be at their best is having poor habits. And this is when you're not doing enough to support yourself in the right ways. And this can really just tie back to not taking care of yourself appropriately. So what you want to do to be able to train your best is consider everything that's going to help you do that. That means physically, mentally, emotionally, environmentally, socially, really do that assessment to see what are the things that are going to help me show up and perform in the best way possible. This could be anything from making sure you have the right diets, that you're getting enough sleep, that you have that support from your friends and family, that mentally you're prepared for the challenges that you need to get you through to the end. So make sure you look at the habits that are going to be supporting you instead of the habits that are going to hold you back. Another common mistake is ignoring their body, their mind, and their gut. And this is so important, particularly when it comes to running. In your training, there are limits and your body will tell you. Burnout is real. And too often people encounter this and think it's normal and they push through or they quit because they're exhausted. They feel like they just can't do it. They don't have that confidence. But instead of quitting, all you really need to do is adjust. And what you want to do is give yourself permission to listen to your body, listen to your gut. If it's telling you to slow down, slow down. If you need to have a day off, take that day off. If you don't have the energy to go for a run that day, ask yourself if you really need a break. So make sure that you're listening to your mind, your body, and also what your gut is telling you. Another mistake is that you might take on too much and feel overwhelmed, particularly at the start of your training. You might be starting out too fast, doing too many miles, or thinking that you need to be further ahead or put in more than you actually are. An example of this is if you're starting off with eight big goals that you want to accomplish each week, when really only two or three will do. The solution is really start small, keep it simple. Start with those first two weeks or the first few miles or those first steps that you need to take. And eventually what will happen is you will gain momentum. Things will come when they need to come and you'll know what it is that you need to do to keep you strong through to the finish line. And the last mistake is that it's easy to be too rigid 
with a plan or a strategy. And this is where perfectionism can play a huge role and pose a huge challenge for whatever it is that you're striving to achieve. This is where that do it right thinking or that all or nothing thinking comes into play. And the solution in this case is that you want to allow for that flexibility and plan for that flexibility beforehand. When you have that flexibility, you're giving yourself permission to know that it's okay if things don't go perfect. You will still be able to get to that finish line if you miss a day or if you don't have the perfect workout. Because if you're setting those really high standards and you're being too rigid with the plan or strategy that you have in place, it doesn't give room to try new things, to adjust for what works for you. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach, because if it was, we would all probably do the exact same thing and have the same results. But what works for you is not going to be the same that's going to work for somebody else. So give yourself that flexibility. And this is where that support, this is where listening to your body and your mind, this is where having those good habits can really help you thrive. So allow for the flexibility before you get started and know that it's okay to change as you're going along. If you think of this in terms of running a race, you have those mile markers where you can see how you're doing and you want to be able to adjust in the moment. So knowing that there are these common mistakes that people make when they're executing their plan or their strategy for any of the goals that they're trying to achieve, which of these mistakes resonates with you? What is it that gets in the way of your execution? Which of these problems have you faced before? And what is it that you're going to do to address them in the future? You may have heard the idea that success is in the journey, and this couldn't be more true. You don't want to just get to the finish, but you want it to be a fulfilling and rewarding experience along the way. This doesn't mean every day will be amazing and every mile will be the best mile ever. But you want to look back at the end and know that you gave it your all and that the challenge was worth it. When you finish that marathon, when you make your business idea a reality, when you land that new job you love, every step along the way will be rewarding. And to get there faster, it's essential that you train at your best and show up ready to take the right steps to help you get to your ideal finish line. I hope you enjoy your journey to your ideal finish line. And until next time, I'll catch you on the run. Thanks again for joining us on the Run to Thrive podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. If you're interested in learning more about how you can live, lead, and run at your best, visit coachingontherun.com and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Coaching on the Run. And if you like what you heard today on Run to Thrive, please leave a review and remember to subscribe to receive new episodes as soon as they're released. Until next time, I'll catch you on the run.